Hey, welcome everybody. This is Latroy Woods with the Path Forward Utah today. Normally it'd be Jamie Renda here today, but um, friends stick up for each other when they're in their time in need. So we're going to talk actually today about the name of her broadcast, which is called the Path Forward Utah. Now, previously her broadcast was called the Trump Tater. And as I began to get to know Jamie on a deeper level as a friend, I believe the name change came about as her path showing itself at a different level because we're all on this path and this destination. So a couple of days ago, I was downtown here in Ogden, Utah, and sitting with my stepson. We were having a conversation about where he's headed in life, what he wanted, and what his desires was. Now, the beginning part of this conversation, he really didn't know what that looked like. So we began to just talk about it and let the stuff come out. And as he began to talk about it, I asked him what he would love to do. And he said, I like gaming. So he's in that millennial um, generation. He loves to game, play video games, and he loves cooking. But he said, it's really cooking that really sets my heart on fire. That when I watch people eat food and the joy it brings them, the experience they have of just having a pleasure, that's what really makes me happy. And so as we begin to talk about that, you know, I begin to ask him, you know, what does that look like? It's like getting in your car, it has a full tank of gas, and you just start to drive without any GPS whatsoever. And you just drive until you run out of gas, and you're going to actually end up somewhere where you don't want to be. You're going to be lost, not having no destination in mind, having no path before you. You know, and I think that's why this name, um, with all the work that Jamie's been putting in our community over the past 20 plus years, why the name change came about, the path forward, is because we're all in the people business. And it's this people business is where all the stuff happens. The path is constantly showing itself to us. So my name is Latroy Woods. I actually do a broadcast on the Fed by Ravens Media Network also. And the show that we do is called the way to the top, which is an illusion because the top, you only spend very little time there. And at some point you have to come back down. And so to be able to talk to you guys today um, on behalf of Jamie and what I believe this message that she's bringing to you guys five days a week, this path forward, what, what is this path, this narrow passageway or this route ac across the land it took me a long time to find this in my own life, this path, uh, because I was always being told from my parents and teachers, people around me, friends, of what that was supposed to look like for myself. And so I went out into the world and began to follow a path that wasn't my own. And that was very, uh, it took me down a lot of roads I didn't belong in. And it took me some places uh, that I wasn't willing to actually see in the beginning. And it, actually, that's why I'm sitting here right now with you guys today is because my path actually showed itself to me four years ago. But let's kind of give some definition of actually what the word path actually means. It means a narrow passageway or route across land. A track worn by feet to tread, go, or pass to find, to seek something to come upon, meet with, discover, 
or obtain by search or study a way to find something. And so I think as we progress through our lives, a path is very important, right? Just like the path you would have in your yard. You're telling people where to walk as they traverse around your yard. You don't want them just trampling anywhere. It has to be very specific and it has to have clarity to it. The path is very important because you can't just go through life just letting whatever happen, whatever happened. And so, as I was saying, my path started four years ago. And I'll, I'll be transparent and honest with you guys. Today, um, or actually yesterday, a piece of that path actually showed itself to me as I quit my 9 to 5. Not knowing any how to anything. On the spot, right? Because I began to understand the path is actually inside of me. And that path comes from God. And then everything outwardly happens. Uh, my life has been turned upside down over the past four years. And I started with a moment of uh, desperation. And this desperation for myself was in the moment of wanting to take my life. And then that's when the path was shown to me. The vision was given to me of what my entire path looked like for my life. And I've been following that path for the past four years. And talk about all the human emotion learning about myself at a level I would have never learned about myself, but feeling alive, right? Like moving towards that destination, know exactly where it is. I was given that vision as I lay there motionless in my bed and my entire path was shown to me, my entire life. And that looked like my marriage being saved. It also looked like my finances being restored I didn't like my job, but it showed me actually freeing myself from my job. And it showed me being on these social media platforms, show me being in front of people, helping people to save themselves from themselves. You know, and this sounds very cliche, right? Because you hear these things in the whole Hollywood dramas and things like that. But this was the path that was shown to me. And in the last four years, all of those things have happened. Um, the marriage was restored. The finances were restored. I left my job and nothing to do with the job itself, right? But I understood my potential for the first time because I had a path, my own path, not somebody else's path. And that felt very invigorating to know that I was doing me, that I was committing to me and actually finding my own way in the world, just was discovering my own truth. And it's been very freeing and very scary at the same time but I don't actually live in that place of fear anymore. You know, and I, and I think that's why the path forward um, with my friend Jamie Rinda has shown itself to her because her path is showing itself to her also. You know, what worked yesterday might not work today. The path isn't this, this uh, destination of going just on the path. Sometimes it means you have to get off of the path. You have to go in the brush sometimes. Uh, and it's not really even about even reaching the destination, but it's the process of knowing why you're here, where you're supposed to be going, and how you're supposed to be serving people with that path. You know, we're all seeking something. We all are seeking something. It's that same thing. We're all seeking that thing inside of us. You know, as my friend asked me today to, to step on for her because she had an emergency, I said absolutely because we're all in the people business, and people have what we want, not what we do. And so moving forward, 
today I pushed everything aside for just a minute to bring a message to her like she's brought a message to me um, to have influence with one another and to move forward with one another. So much magic that happens in this path as you begin to move through it. And it's not what you think it's going to be. It's not all rainbows, butterflies, uh, and unicorns. It's going to be those hard conversations this path is going to be. And it's for you and you alone. Nobody else is going to understand it. You know, I, as I begin to fall into myself with this path, I actually had to have those hard conversations with myself. And then I've had to have those hard conversations with other people as well. I've had to face myself. The path isn't something outside of us, guys. It's actually something inside of us. And it's a safe place. It's a safe place. There's only one way to move forward. So I'm not a native Utah. I grew up in the military and my father brought me here after we moved every two to four years leading up to Utah. This is about the seventh state that we lived in. I now call Utah my home. And as I've been here for the last 20 plus years, this community that we have here began to learn that what's really going on in our own backyard. Um, I feel this responsibility now, um, now that I know my own path to be helping other people find that same path within themselves, the capability of they could do anything that they want. Their true potential um, starts with inside of them. And so as I begin to move down this path and not knowing anything of what that looks like and just moving towards it, I gave my first speech at the Family Business Center here in Ogden, Utah. And that's what actually led to this opportunity to be talking to you guys about the things that nobody wants to talk about. And so that speech was, mental health isn't just diagnosed by a doctor, but we all have mental garbage in our head. And to be aware of that and to be willingly transparent that I need help, we all need help. And what I found out after doing some research in that topic was that Utah is actually at the very bottom of the barrel when it comes to mental health, when it comes to suicide. And I feel we've all dropped the ball on that and we could be doing much, much better. But it took myself to understand my own suffering and pain before I could actually help anybody else. Because uh, I spent 25 plus years the blind leading the blind, right? Because you don't know what you don't know. And I thought I was moving forward in my life, but I actually wasn't moving anywhere. I was doing a bunch of stuff. But that stuff wasn't actually me taking any steps down my path. And what I would have probably called the worst moment in my life with wanting to take my life, it took me a while to even talk about this. I felt a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. But how important it is to have the conversations that nobody wants to talk about this path forward to Utah. People need a voice, right? I remember we had a, a lady on our show on the way to the top. This was probably four or five months ago. And my um, producers will probably remember when I mentioned who it is, but she was a prostitute at one point. And that was a pretty profound conversation because she put it all out on the table and I don't think she had ever been given a voice to tell her story. She's somebody's 
daughter. She's someone's, you know, child. She's a part of our community. But to give her an opportunity to have a voice, to know who's walking down these streets where we live, it was, she talked about things that I probably couldn't repeat uh, on this broadcast right now. But to give people those those chances, right? I had had opportunities where, and I say opportunities because they were things I learned about myself where I was homeless, right? The path forward isn't just about talking about the things that are great and the people at the top, but it's everybody and it's building that bridge between this side of the tracks and this side of the tracks. How do we bridge that gap to bring people forward here in the state of Utah? What does that look like? Can people self-lead themselves so that they could go out and lead other people to bridge that gap, to, to create that path where people can feel safe to come together? You know, growing up in the military and actually traveling through all those different states gave me a lot of opportunity to live in so many different cultures. Uh, it was, I lived with, uh, around a lot of Koreans, Filipinos, uh, Hispanics, uh, Indians, lots of culture. So, you know, by the time I got to Utah, all I saw was people as people. And I think sometimes we forget that, that people are just people. Um, people are hurting. They're scared. They're lost because they don't have a path. And I think for those who understand this conversation, who are actually going through the experience, because that's the only way we learn is to show other people what that looks like, right? When you begin to actually live for yourself and you feel that fire burning inside of you, when you begin to take steps every single day towards your path to show other people what that actually looks like. It's very exciting uh, to be moving forward, to not know what the path looks like, but to feel alive every day, doing the thing you love, because really, how many people are doing what they love? How many people are really moving forward? How many people are just conforming and settling and just following the herd? You know, when you think about it, that number, that 95% of the world, you know, and this is just the wealth number, has the life that they want. And the other, they don't, they don't have the life they want, but the other 5% do, Right is because they have no path and, and it's making that commitment. Once you know what that is for yourself, there is no turning back. And I can always go back to the movie, the matrix, right? When you swallow that pill, there is no turning back. Once you commit to this path that is for you and for you only, you need to show the world what that looks like. And I plan on helping my community here in Utah with this message of helping people become the best versions of themselves but this isn't going to be all the fun stuff. This is going to be helping people to face their pain because this is where the prize is. When I can show somebody that is safe to actually talk about your stuff, to find your path that's inside of you, to peel those layers away and to move forward, we begin to set our community free. We begin to breathe life into other people the very meaning of the word inspiration to breathe life into another, you know, and this is very passionate for me because spending my entire life, not being aware of anything. And then all of a sudden 
four years in the making almost, my life being turned upside down almost overnight. When that switch turned on inside of me and that vision was given to me and my entire path was shown and to watch that unfold right before your eyes every single day is it's magic. And to know that I spent my life living in my magic moving forward every day is a very special moment. And I want to show other people what that looks like also. You know, Jamie invited me to talk to you guys today. Didn't happen by chance because that's not the way God works. There are no coincidences. I'd rather look at it and say all of life is conspiring and coinciding in my favor 100% of the time. All of the time. And to live in your truth once you know what that path is. And so in retrospect, I remember the first time what that path actually looked like for myself. We were living in Colorado, in Pueblo, Colorado, and I was probably about the age of nine or 10 at the time. And this, this memory is very vivid. I was in my bedroom with my journals and my books. My father was sitting across from my bedroom. My door was halfway opened. I could see half of his face as he's watching television. My mother's in the kitchen cooking. Um, that's what mom always did. You know, if dad being in the military, she was the Betty Crocker. And so she took care of us most of the time while he was out doing training and traveling with the military. So here I am in my room writing in my journals, getting lost in my writing, in my reading. And I had never experienced anything like that as a child before. And I remember of all the things I could remember as a kid, that one right there sticks out more than anything. And now moving forward, 30 years later, I am doing that exact same thing. The path was shown to me a long time ago, but I didn't exercise that faculty to stay with it. I wasn't encouraged from others to move towards it. And, you know, and now being an adult, uh, there, there is an expiration date on blaming your parents for things. It's me now taking accountability to build that path for myself, for my family to help them build their paths and for us to build our paths together and then to go out in the community and do the same thing. Through, you know, through this awareness, it has created so many opportunities. It feels very, very different, right? Because it opened up some conversations in myself I would have never been open to. I was very close-minded. Uh, I had to spend some time in my young adulthood because I was stubborn. I, I didn't have a path, and I had the answer. I knew how everything was going to be, so I didn't listen to nobody. And so that meant I had to be homeless at one point in my life. I had to, <clears throat> there was a drugs and alcohol. It was one point in my life. I remember another hard moment, and this wasn't even my own experience, but my sister's rape um, was devastating. Um, because then I'll, I'm building this idea of what the world around me looks and this path that I'm beginning to go down that actually wasn't serving me and it was hurting me. And this actually all happened here in the state of Utah. You know, if we, if we rewind for just even a minute, three weeks ago, that path also looks like now we're talking about the things that nobody wants to talk about um, so that we could bring voices to things that need to be heard as I'm walking down the street and I get called the N-word um, with some F-bombs behind it here in Auden, Utah.
you know, and the old me would have responded to that in a very, you would have saw the other side of who I thought I was when it came out. But now, since I understand my path and I understand who and what I am, I remember telling my friend that was with me to leave this person alone, that they're suffering. And because I don't hurt myself anymore, I don't hurt other people. I could see that he was suffering. The best thing I could do for him is to walk away. This is his thing and it's not my thing. His path hasn't been shown to him yet. And there's nothing I can say to him right now that's going to actually help him. And so here I am, I'm a black man, and here's my white friend next to me. His path and experience is very much different. He's having a hard time leaving this alone because the path he's on right now is telling him, I need to stick up for my friend. Now, I'm just watching. I never said a word. I'm just watching all of this unfold, him getting in his face and arguing with him. And I can see the hurt that he's actually creating for this man because this man is suffering. And to watch that unfold, right? So um, as we come back, I'm actually going to share another experience. One of my first experiences that I recall really having when I came to the state of Utah. Um, and this was with the police um, and being held at gunpoint as a teenager. And so it's talking about the things and creating the path, but having those conversations with yourself talking about the stuff because it's freeing, it's liberating, it's the way to move forward. People don't feel safe, and that's why nobody talks. You know, think about it. Even in your own homes, how often do people really talk, like really talk about their stuff so they can free themselves, free their families, move forward so the path can really begin to show itself to you? The reason this is so profound for myself is because it saved my life. It saves people's lives when you know the path, when you know how to move forward through your stuff, that you can face yourself when you can realize your pain is actually here to serve you. You will become free. And this is how we're going to move forward, the path forward in Utah is by having these conversations like this with ourselves, then other people feel safe to do it, but you have to self-lead first, right? Never willing to have that conversation or expect someone to do something without myself doing it first. Showing people what that looks like and beginning to set them free through setting yourself free and being vulnerable with that. So when we come back, we'll actually dive into that story. Here I am about 14 here in Utah, and what that experience was like when I got held at gunpoint. So I'll see you guys here in a minute right after the break.
Thanks for taking the time to allow me to give the message uh, for Jamie today. So as we were leaving the first part of that segment, I had to end it with talking to you guys about some of my first experiences actually being here in Utah. And so here we are. My parents got divorced. Uh, my dad was in the military for 16 years. My mom was a Betty Crocker. And when they got divorced, it forced my mom into the workforce pretty quickly. With no work experience for the past 16 years, she had to figure things out on the fly. And so the place we were living in was far outside of our reach to sustain that kind of lifestyle. And so about a year after that experience, I, I remember not having the funds to be able to live in that home. We went without lights often, without power. Sometimes it was boiling water to take a bath. Uh, sometimes we used the extension cord from the neighbor's house and ran it to our house for power. Um, and so the decision needed to be made to, you know, we need to downsize and we need to move within our means to live a little bit more comfortable. So we moved across town uh, to Clearfield. Uh, we, were, we came from Layton and moved to Clearfield, Utah. Now, it was a great move. Uh, it was easier to pay the rent every month. Um, here I am about 14, 15, 16, somewhere around that age at the time. Uh, it was much easier to keep food in the fridge. Things were getting a little easier. The stresses weren't there as much. Um, mom didn't have to work two or three jobs all the time either. And so about this same time, uh, there was two big events that had happened. And this apartment complex, one was my sister's rape. Um, but that's something we're actually going to talk about right now. But it was when I was went to go out looking for a job. I was 15, 16. And I remember walking down the main street. Uh, and it was wintertime. So I had a, a poncho on and I had my hands in my pocket. And I'm walking just up and down the main street looking for places where I could pick up applications and apply for some jobs. You know, being 15, I was ready to buy my first car and I wanted to just have my own money. And so I, I went to one place, I believe it was a Taco Bell, applied there. And so I decided to walk back home, and that was good enough. And so I see all these cop cars. There was must be like four or five cop cars that had drove right past me with all their uh, sirens going off. And I'm wondering, like, wow, something must be going on, right? Like, there must be some kind of chase or some excitement going on. So I'm, I'm turning around, and I'm looking to see where they're going, and real quickly realize they're coming to the same area where I'm at. And they all encircle me. And real quickly, like I, I had this radar, right? Living in other places, um, there's these real things when you're a black person uh, that you begin to get a radar for. And it's just always there because um, it's there, it was really there to keep me safe. And so I kind of bought that radar here with me to Utah. And I, I felt something was about to happen. So they encircled me and they all pulled their guns out and held me at gunpoint and telling me to lay down on the ground. So here I am stubborn. Um, I said, no, I'm not going to lay down on the ground. You're going to need to tell me what I did first. And we kind of started arguing back and forth, and that probably wasn't the best way to actually approach that situation. But one of the officers actually told me that one of the fast food places said it looked like I had a gun in my poncho. And it looks like I was going to rob somebody. And that's why they were called. And 
you know, it didn't sink in until after that, after I ended up walking home, um, all the emotions begin to build up and the tears begin to come and it began to just really hit me at what just happened. Uh, and my, I began to build a story about this disconnect with people. You know, I had started it with when my parents got divorced, uh, this interpretation of, of people in the world around me. Now this experience happening with my sister getting raped just not long ago before that. And then this happening, um, it just really put my trust in people um, in a different place. I begin to not trust people. Um, and I didn't think that kind of stuff was here on the West Coast like it was in the East and in the South. Um, how deeply um, these ideas and these paths that people have that have been passed down onto them without even realizing it. And so it took me until 39 years old to begin to unravel all this stuff inside of me and to begin to build my own path because I was allowing all these external things around me and there was a bunch of stuff in there to create the path for me. Uh, Utah's going to be my home. It's going to be one of my homes um, and I may actually die here. So it's re I have a responsibility now that I know that I have a choice. We have this thing called freedom and liberty and what is liberty if we don't even know how to use it, right? To create our path, we have a choice to create any path that we want. And it's not determined from what happens from the outside of you. Things are going to happen, and that's called life, right? But then you get a choice. We're not weak. We get this choice to decide to find the good in the things that happen. So I stopped calling things good and bad and started call, calling things winning and learning, and as I began to go down this path over the last four years, I show people what that path is possible for themselves. Sometimes it's hard conversations. Sometimes it's showing people the pain that they're not willing to face. Right. And I've had lots of pains um, that and that's for another conversation. But to still be here and be alive, to know what it means to wake up every day to help my community, right? Because now I'm helping myself. I know what that looks like. I'm not just going out there and just saying a bunch of words because it's nice to just say a bunch of words and feel good. And it's not about the accolades and the vanity and the stuff. Nothing wrong with that either. But to help people at the deepest level possible because that's how you change the community in generations to come. You help one person in a family to understand their path, what they're actually truly capable of, their full potential, you save generations of that family line forever. And I think and believe this is the kind of work that we need here in Utah. Um, Utah actually represents a lot of community here, and but we need to be talking about the stuff, right? We're, we're failing in mental health here in Utah. We're at the bottom of the barrel. Suicide prescription use we're at the bottom of the barrel how come nobody's talking about this stuff there are all these surface level conversations that are taking place but we need to be talking about the stuff saying the stuff that nobody wants to say really helping people serving you know and so for me this is a more on a personal level because i don't want to get to the end of my life and realize the path that i have been taken that I actually cared about the wrong things and now it's too late. And I want to free people. 
I want to free my community. There's, there's no better thing you could do for somebody to help them to take a step towards their future, which is today. My stepdad came over here with the clothes on his back from Germany. And I remember one of our very first conversations we had, he told me, why wait tomorrow for what you can have today? The future is right now. You set that destination, get real clear on the lat- latitude and longitude of where that destination is. Know what your desire is, right? Down from the stars below, above, know what the desire is. And then the future is now, right now, is you taking steps, is you finding that path for yourself, is you moving forward and recognizing what you're actually capable of. And if you don't know what that looks like, that's going to mean maybe sometimes asking for help, saying I was wrong. We need other people, right? We're social creatures. Look at COVID. If anything hasn't showed us anything, COVID has shown us so much right now. We're social creatures. We need other people and we need ourselves. And it takes me the the quote I remember. I think I heard it from actually the first time was from Robert Downey Jr., And this is how he became Iron Man is through his heroin addiction, through going through prison. And I remember him saying in one of his interviews, faster alone, further together. Save yourself first so you could go save your family, so you go save your community. Then you're going to need other people to help you. You're going to need to build a team in the community to create that path forward for Utah. And it's simple. It's really simple. It's just you showing up with yourself every day. And what does that look like, that path? Are you showing up and committing to yourself like you would with your child? Because if you gave up on that commitment with your child, 10 out of 10 times, that child will probably die. Now, what happens if you give up on that commitment with yourself? You die a little bit every day. That, that path needs to be defined on a daily basis need to know where you're going, guys. Um, the time is ticking. And I can say that because that experience four years ago wasn't my first experience with death. To be speaking to you still here today, um, I know what it means to wake up every day. And what I didn't realize is I don't need permission from people to do the thing that I want to do. You know, I thought I had to go get my degree. I was in business school. And I was one month away from graduating now, this was after my experience with wanting to take my life, and I began to listen to my intuition. And the intuition told me to quit school. That sounds ludicrous, right? I'm a month away from graduating in the high honor society. It tells me to quit school. That if you're going to help people, you go help people. The piece of paper isn't going to actually give you anything that you haven't already gained, which is experience. All those things that you had to go through, Troy, you now have something to offer people, not because you went through it, but you went through it and made it through the other side and found the prize. There's a prize on the other side of what we call failure and adversity. These things are here to make us stronger. We're shown ourselves and this path that's creating itself for us is here to help us. But we got to be having these conversations. That's why these podcasts are around. That's why people are getting on and talking to people because people want to be heard. They want a place where they can feel safe to maybe first listen because they resonate. They want to 
kind of maybe hear what other people are going through because they're going through it themselves. And at some point they'll have the courage to start that own conversation with themselves as well to show people what that looks like, right? You self lead first. You can't expect anybody to do nothing that you haven't gone through yourself. Otherwise you're hurting people and right. We don't hurt people anymore. So, you know, I got to give my, my gratitude again to, to Jamie to Jamie Randall over at Britson's Potatoes uh, and even the Fed by Ravens Media Network where we do our broadcasts for the opportunity to give a message and the power of your voice and how that actually helps people. This path forward is so important for the state of Utah. Um, Not only because this is just our state, but moving forward with what's going on in the world right now. We need people to be showing up with themselves, creating those paths, using their freedoms to move forward, to help themselves, right? Because literally nobody really expresses themselves. They don't. Uh, there's a lot of surface level conversation going on today. How are you doing? Well, Daddy, you know, they kind of just say, how are you doing? When you can see that they're hurting, right? No one really has real conversations anymore. They get people talking about their stuff, but you do it first so you can show people what that looks like. Being vulnerable is actually a strength, guys. You know, there's this question that's been setting with me as we were talking from the beginning here. The path forward is already before you, but it will require tr- truth and it will require courage to actually traverse it. And my question to you guys is, do you have the courage to move down your own path? Do you have the courage to move down your own path? This will set you free. Because if you're not moving down your own path, you're not free right now. Just take a step, right? Just take a step today. Make a decision. Just make a decision to do something. To move forward. You know, as I keep thinking of my stepdad, and he would say, to jump over your own shadow, to face yourself, to have the conversation. And so, and that's, that's my goal. Uh, that anytime my mouth opens, that there's power in it and it's either going to hurt somebody or it's going to help somebody. It almost as I'm real big into comic books. I really don't follow them a lot, but the whole idea of these powers that we have inside of us, And most of us abuse these powers to hurt, almost like the villain. We play the villain more than we do the hero. Find out what your path is, your desire, and your destination. So you begin to understand what your power is and how you can set yourself free, your family, and your community. And why this is so important. Because whether you like it or not, like you're going to be leaving something behind. Your path will be left here for somebody else. And is that path going to be helping somebody or is it going to be hurting somebody? Because the path that was left for me, uh, it hurt me. But now that I'm aware of it, I know that I could choose something different. Well, this is just the way we are. This is the way our family is. You know, we're talking about money. We never talked about how to make it. We talked about how to spend it. That was about it. But we never talked about anything else on how this money thing works, like relationships. Why relationships are so important, especially the one with yourself. You know, and so this is where like the depression comes in. Not having a path, your own path, you begin to, and if you can't express yourself, 
the stuff that you're going through, you begin to push it down inside of you. You begin to depress it, shove it down, try to forget about it. Now that stuff that's inside of you has no choice but to come out. And this is where we talk about where people are lost, confused. They're looking for something that you can't find because it is yourself. The path you're looking for is inside of you. <clears throat> and I always like the, the story of Dante's Inferno. Um, how, you know, Dante's looking to reach Mount Paradise. And the guide takes Dante down and actually the path actually starts with going down into the, the cave in a sense. They, they get to the gate and there's a sign along the lines that says, leave all hope here. All hope is lost. Now, as they begin to descend down this cave and get to its end, they end up seeing this demon down there. And Dante actually has to mount this demon. He's asking his guy, like, okay, well, what's next? And he's being told to mount the demon to face himself that the only way to get to Mount Paradise is to actually face yourself and go inside of the demon. And there is no other way to get to Mount Paradise but through inside of you first. You got to go inward to get upward. And it's a, it's a beautiful message uh, when you think about the path forward to Utah, how each one of us can actually create so much magic here in our community by having these kind of conversations, talking about your stuff, um, the, the garbage inside, right? The garbage in, garbage out, the whole uh, analogy of a computer system, the program that we have inside of us. And so, like, yeah, every time that I get on to speak, um, it's going to be me being vulnerable, I'm self-leading first, talking about my stuff first. Um, then it helps people to feel safe to have that conversations for themselves. So yeah, I've, I've got to know Jamie. Uh, I'm more, quite more of an intimate level. Uh, and she's a phenomenal, phenomenal person. If you guys ever get the chance to really listen to all the people on the path forward, Utah, uh, great stuff happening here and things that we need to hear in our community, you know, it's a responsibility, the, the ability to be able to respond to the things that are going on around us, have an accountability to make a choice, knowing that you have everything that you're already looking for to create the life that you want. And so for me, that is I'm going to travel the world, have many homes, create many different paths for myself and the people around me. Sometimes that's going to mean things that are going to make me really uncomfortable and I'm okay with allowing that to show itself to me. Sometimes that's going to mean losing something to make a room for something else. Uh, to have the full human experience, not ignoring any of my emotions, understanding my thoughts and understanding that my thoughts and my emotions aren't who I am and they're not who you are either. That you have a choice just making a decision to do something and then holding yourself accountable to it and then having people in your life who could do the same thing. Hey, Troy, why did you make that decision? Uh, I saw that you were hurting yourself or um, 
that wasn't a very good thing that you did who can help you to say the things they need to say to you to help you be the best version of yourself every day. So I, I know now that I've had the opportunity to be on this broadcast for Jamie, um, I would definitely be listening to a lot more of her broadcast moving forward because you don't know what you don't know. And being here today actually brought some awareness. Um, this didn't happen by accident. Uh, nothing never does. Things are always moving and conspiring in our favor 100% of the time. And these would sound like broken records, guys. Uh, you'll hear the same things over and over, and you'll actually see the same things keep showing themselves over and over to you uh, on your path. I remember on the broadcast we had on our show, The Way to the Top, I, I said an insert from a poem. I believe her name was Portia Nelson. And it was called A, Side, a Hole in the Sidewalk. So she's walking down the sidewalk, sees a hole, falls in it. Walks down the sidewalk, sees a hole, walks a little bit to the left, still falls on the hole again. Walks down the same street, sees a hole in the sidewalk, walks the other way, falls in the hole again. Walks down that same street, past the hole this time, but she's still on the wrong road. Then at some point, she realizes, why don't I just walk the opposite way? Why keep walking down that path that I've already been down before a hundred times and I already know what it looks like. Why do I keep choosing that choice to walk somewhere where it's not serving me? That all I have to do is make a decision. I could walk somewhere else that I have a choice and to do this every day. And it starts when you wake up every day, guys, you wake up and you make a choice of what's my path today, right? Cause today's the only day that you have to be where your feet are. What's my path look like today? Where am I going? Where's that GPS coordination? Where, where's that latitude and longitude? Where am I going? Or am I just going to leave my day to chance? Do I not have any path today? And living that way day after day, it's, it's almost futile because you lose yourself a little bit each day. Not knowing where you're going, not having any intention of what your life looks like, who you can become, where are you going? Why are you going there? You know, I mean, like ask those better questions so you could get better answers because the question actually has the answer in it. Ask better questions, ask for help, reach out and create those paths moving forward. So again, I need to give my gratitude to everybody involved. If I'm missing anybody, um, this is for you also. Um, to the Fed by Ravens Media Network, uh, to Jamie, Renda, and your team for your podcast. Thank you for allowing me to be here, giving this message of the path forward Utah today and what that really means. This is my interpretation of what the path forward Utah means. And if you guys are looking to reach out to me and want to see what these conversations look like, you can also reach me on this same network, the Fed by Ravens Media Network. You can download it on your Google Play or your iTunes uh, you just go to podcast and you'll see the way to the top. You can also reach me at my Facebook group called internal awakening. And I just want to say thank you guys again for all of you listening. Uh, reach out. If you have any questions, um, make sure you're listening to Jamie's show. It's a phenomenal show. And I just want to thank my community here also. 
um, for just allowing be a part of it and creating these opportunities and going out there and creating my path day after day after day after day and why this is so important guys do you have the courage to move down your own path thank you guys Thank you.